0: Yeah. Well, good morning, everyone, Thanks.
1: and welcome Thanks. to uh, Silver Silver Casino on oh, this beautiful sunny morning. Uh, it was uh, quite different from what we went through last night, I'm sure, but but I'm glad y'all could make it this morning. Yeah. We're just happy to welcome you here. Always a pleasure to have our friends mm-hmm. uh, from Hancock County mm-hmm. Business uh, here at the Silver anytime, whether it's for a social or or business or whatever. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to be in a position to uh, to welcome you today on behalf of our new mayor-elect, Jay Trepanning. said the a big round of applause for him. Just in talking to Jay, you've all known him, but it's, it's very exciting what, what the vision is for Wakeman going forward. And uh, and he's really got the uh, the energy and the great ideas to, to kind of put it together. So we're prepared to support uh, the mayor with everything he needs to do in the city, of I hope you all are too. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Executive Director of the
0: Thank you John, and thank you to the team here at the Silver Slipper Casino Hotel, you're always there to support all the efforts of the chamber and the business community. And I want to thank all of you for coming out today. I want to recognize our president, Regan King and John McDonald Realty, who's here with us today. And also I want to thank all of our sponsors who make events like this possible. We have 150 meetings and events every year, and this is one of our most favorite events thanks to our sponsor, Ted Longo with Longo Group, we have been able to hold these uh, coffee calls throughout the year and bring them to everyone, whether they can attend in person or not. We are live. We are recording, and this will be pushed out as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google so that... If you didn't get to hear everything today, you can go to our podcast and you can hear it later. So thanks to Ian Petrie and our team at the chamber for making the technology happen. So without further ado, let me just go ahead and turn the mic over to Ted Longo. At the end of the session, we're going to also open it up to the audience for a little QA session. So Ted, take it away.
2: Thank you, Tish. And good morning, everybody. Yes, she never stops. It's text and phone calls to all of us all the time. She never stops. So, look, good morning. It's a beautiful morning. We're here at the Silver Slipper. and we're definitely glad to have Jay with us. And, you know, Jay and I were talking about this a couple of days ago about what we were going to talk about. And we talked way too long, so we've agreed not to go that far. But obviously yesterday was a very difficult day in our community, right? We lost two police officers, 134, 123, in the line of duty. It's just... It's bad for everybody, but those families right before Christmas. So, we'd like to take a moment just to, to remember them and their families at this time. Thank you. All right, you want to have a seat? You want to stay up. Yeah. Oh, right, good, because I've got us. Yeah, I think I'm, uh, You're being called out of the picture. <laughs> Well, good morning. And look, um, first, congratulations. Thank you. you know, it's wonderful to have you here. And Jay, um, this wasn't your first try at this. So, you know, what happened? Did you just decide you didn't want to have a private life anymore? <laughs> you wanted to finish a grocery list <laughs> on a first try. Why did you want to be mayor so bad? You uh, want to. Oh, And <laughs> you
3: started Thanks, Ted. Uh, no, this is actually my third try. They say the third try is, uh, is a charm. So, um, after 2018, I said I was never going to do this again. And originally, I got into it because citizens asked me to. I had no uh, desire in my life to be a public official. And citizens came to me back in 2013 and asked me if I would consider running for mayor. And I said, well, I'll start going to meetings. So I started going to all the, Alderman the and Mayor meetings, and I said, yeah, I think I can help this city. So ran in 2013, did not win, uh, 2014, ran in 2018. Did not win. Threw all my signs away. They said, I'm never going to do this again. He gave it two good shots, and that's it. Well, people started coming up to me on the street, at church, Walmart, and saying, would you Would you try it one more time? I think you can do it. I think uh, the city needs you. Uh, they weren't happy with the progress over the past 17 years since Katrina. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my wife who's sitting in the back over there. And uh, she said, sure you want to do this? And I said, "Yeah." I want to do it I think I can really help the city so went out there and threw my hat in the ring again and uh, luckily it turned out the way it did
2: well and look it, it was obviously you worked hard I don't think there's ever been a candidate in Wayland that had more signs out so you <laughs> should have kept in 2018 <laughs> so you get sworn in on January 3rd what's the first thing you do next
3: well actually I've started already um, I have a small cubbyhole office um, in city Hall, and I started on Monday. I'm not doing 8 to 5. I'm not that crazy, but um, I will have to do 8 to 5 come January 3rd, but right now I'm just going in and I'm meeting with each and every city employee. Uh, I just want to put a face with a name. I want those people to get to know me. I want to tell them a little bit of my expectations mm-hmm. for them as we move forward. So uh, that's that's where I start, and, and that's going to take a few days to, to get that done. Um, I get sworn in January third as I'm first meeting that night. The next day I have to drive to Jackson. So I'll be in Jackson on Wednesday and Thursday.
2: Okay. Well Well good. Well let's talk about that. So you're gonna be in Jackson. You know, look there's only three three cities in Hancock County. We got the county and then we got the state. What are you gonna do to make sure we have the right relationships with those? Because you know we got forty three thousand people in this county. The more we work together, the better.
3: When I decided
2: to run again, the first thing I did was
3: go out and start meeting with the uh, state legislators um, and talking to them and asking them what do I need to do if I am elected to bring some more state funding down to Uh, Wayland. We've missed out on some funding for various reasons. uh, That some of them I don't even know the reason, so I can't critique it, but um, I've already created the relationships. I know I'm going to have to spend a lot of time in Jackson. Uh, I'm going to surround myself with some, some very uh, qualified people that will help me in my absence. Uh, but
2: I'll be, I'll be in Jackson a lot during the session. Okay. All right. Will you keep leading us right into the next <laughs> So, All right. There's probably never been more money available in municipalities than there are right now with what this administration has made available, you know, outside of things like disasters and stuff. Right. So how does we able to make sure we get our fair share of that? One of the things we need to do
3: is, again, just my opinion, is we have to have a master plan for capital projects. Um, we have some studies going on right now, some drainage studies, but my observation attending meetings is that Wayland doesn't seem prepared. You know, they have a meeting the night before a application is due for a grant. Um, we need to have a master plan of capital project we need, need to prioritize those projects so there's there's no last minute what, what are we gonna do to get this money we'll know where we are we'll be laying the groundwork with state officials and we we'll just it'll make a lot smoother all
2: right master plans you know they come up every now and then mm-hmm. so if you need any of the last ones ever done I have hard copies i exactly. spot you but when you look at the issues What do you see as the the priority issues that we need to deal with first in our town?
3: I created a platform, you know, like everybody does when they run for office. And one of the main things that came up as I talked to people, and I actually did a little survey, um, was public safety. Uh, Police staffing has not been the same since Katrina. Uh, Crime is on the rise all across the country. Uh, way it was no different and so we 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 shot a police call on the street we need to work to to fully staff the police department and the fire department the fire department is 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 down from uh, we're below the um, mississippi fire rating bureau standards uh we still have a fire rating of five but there's a lot of things that we need to do on top of that um as i again walk the streets uh, uh drainage and as I just mentioned, we have some drainage studies going on right now. Drainage uh, popped up really high. Um, we need to create an economic, uh, a strategic plan for economic growth. We Coleman Avenue is coming back. Um, I was at a meeting yesterday about a, a major project where the old friendship condos used to be between Coleman and St. Joseph. Uh, we have two exciting projects that are getting ready to kick off on Coleman Avenue, and we um, I mean, it's the main the main street that's what city hall is uh, i wish we could design a way to get traffic direct from highway 90 down to coleman avenue like uh, bay st louis has with main street but so there's a lot of different projects that, that we just need that i hope people are patient you know uh, as i meet mean with the city employees i said don't expect everything to change overnight it's, it's going to take time, but just remember that I, I'm looking out for you guys, and we're going to move the city forward
2: in the right direction. Okay. So, talking about Katrina, and I mentioned in the interview yes. that Wayland really hasn't recovered in some ways from Katrina. Right? You look at Coleman Avenue, and it's easy to say that's certainly what it wasn't what it was before Katrina. So, you know, the population of Wayland was 8,361 at the beginning of 2005. At the beginning of 2006, we were 4,062, and right now we're somewhere just over 7,000, right? So we were 45% below where we were, and now we're still 15% below where we were, and we annexed some territory. So we had people come in. When you talk about growth, and, and, and Jay wanted to put a disclaimer here, so I'm going to do it for you, all right? <laughs> we both agree we don't want to be Bay St. Louis, all right? That's not a negative thing. Bay St. Louis is a wonderful place. Waveland just doesn't need to do that. What do you see that growth going forward? as far as the identity of Layton,
3: Well, the growth right now is south of railroad tracks. There's a lot of new homes uh, being built south of railroad tracks. Well, it makes sense because all of those houses were destroyed in Katrina. So that's where there is growth. We're having a lot of people move over from New Orleans, from Baton Rouge, from Lafayette. And let's face it, they come over, they visit, they enjoy what they see, they enjoy the lifestyle that we have, all of us who live here. And so the growth is going to come, uh, besides residential, the commercial growth, as I said, on Coleman Avenue. Uh, there's two projects I mentioned. There's, I'm in real estate right now. Real estate agents are contacting me. Are those two projects, are they going to happen? Because i got investors that want to buy property on Coleman Avenue. I said those projects are going to happen. So if they if they want to move, they better got to move now before the prices go up. But along with that, we have to um, clean up Highway 90. Um, the Orion Group came in and did a big study that was paid for by Mississippi Power and the City of Waveland. And one of the things they found was that it, we have I think it was 54 letters went out this week for signage on Highway 90 for businesses that don't even exist anymore. So we need to uh, clean up Highway 90. We need to, you know, when people drive in from, from the uh, Seidel area on 90 down from, from 603, they have to be impressed with what they see about waving. And um, we're going to move that way. So we're gonna, it, it's going to be an incentive for people to come, come start businesses. I mean, the whole country was built. We don't need the big box stores. Uh, the country was built on mom and pop's. And so we can attract those people and make it um, economically feasible to come away. Mm.
2: All right, so there you go. Okay, so tr- speaking of making it economically feasible. Look, flood insurance is what it is. All insurance is what they are. So I know we're dealing with CRS ratings like everybody else. What are your thoughts here and what do you feel like you can do about that to help people? Because that is going to be a major issue as it can do. it already is. And it'll keep getting worse as it goes forward. CRS ratings.
3: Um, It's a number from one to ten. Every number down from ten, you get a five percent discount on flood insurance. I just want to make sure everybody understands that. Uh, Under bad data costs, we had a CRS rating of five. Uh, Our CRS rating now is seven. It had gone up to eight, but it's down to seven. So I've talked to some local engineers uh, to work with them. Uh, FEMA has uh, changed the uh, brochures, the requirements to move. So it's not as easy to get down to a five. Um, but that's the goal for us to move town, to make it more uh, to make flood insurance cheaper for the residents. We I also met a guy during St. Cloud's Seafood Festival that's working with the city of Galport to get them down to a four. And that's that's really low. Uh, but he's willing, he lives in, in Waveland, and he's willing to work with me to uh, get that CRS rating. Along with that, I mean, there's some other ideas, but they, I don't know, you know. There's some talk about raising Beach Boulevard, and I just don't, I, I don't see what that looks like. You know, I, I live on the beach, and uh, I, my wife says, how am I going to get out the driveway if they, reach, if they raise Beach Boulevard? So, you know, there's also a rumor that the, uh, the flood elevation uh, levels, numbers are going to come down at the end of this year we're at the end of the year and i haven't seen that happen yet so uh, there's some things the works
2: and then just on a, on a final note as far as all right, we have this growth and growth everybody wants growth i mean most people want growth, but everybody wants growth for the most part but it has to be good growth so how do you make sure that things are growing the way they're supposed to and how do you enforce that because that has been an issue and in fact talking to some of your constituents in the crowd that's one of the things they wanted to talk about. But we have city
3: ordinances in place. Uh, we not done a very good job of enforcing those ordinances. Um, I think if we follow the ordinance, we'll have good, small growth. Um, like Ted mentioned, you know, Bay St. Louis is pretty crowded. Uh, I keep referring to two projects on Coleman Avenue. Um, we have to come up with a master plan for parking. There's a, a resident that spoke at the meeting. The last meeting about parking. Uh, we know how it is in Bay St. Louis. And so we're going to come up with a master plan for parking. Um, it's 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 just not gonna happen overnight. We just have to be patient. We have we can't tear away any potential businesses on Colvin, but they have to understand that, that our goal is to make life not uh, not to make life any
2: more difficult for, for the for residents of so, we're going to turn this over to y'all in a minute, because there's a good crowd here. So, before that, is there anything else you want these folks to know before they start asking any questions?
3: Uh, no, I just want to recognize a couple of people out of here. Well, a couple of elected officials are of here. And you can stand if you want raise your hand wave or something. Um, yeah, we have... Uh, the new Alderman for Wayland Ward 1, Ms. Rhonda Gamble, who will be sworn in on January 3rd. We have Mr. Bobby Richardson, Alderman for Ward 2, who will start his third in office. And then uh, Mr. Scotty Adams here, was the president of the uh, Hancock County Board of Supervisors, but he had to step out to get back here Thank you, everybody, for coming. I appreciate everybody that showed up today. And, like Ted said, we're going to take some questions from the
2: crowd. All right, everybody, it's your turn. So, what questions do you have for our mayor elect? Yes, sir. No? Anyway,
3: have you got any plans for uh,
2: approaching what has been done about the
3: empty corridor? Two buildings in the two corners on Highway 90 and uh was thanks, thanks for bringing it up. I actually had a lunch meeting tomorrow with the people who own Claveman Hill. The people that own Clayman Hill purchased the old hotel and they've had it demolished, as you everybody can see. They're gonna plant grass seed. Uh, it's gonna be a nice corner for a while, but I have a lunch meeting to find out what their long term plans are tomorrow. I do not know who currently owns the old right Aid building, but I plan on contacting that person and, and trying to work with them to incentivize people to, to come to Wayfair and move into that building.
2: You know, there's positive incentives and negative incentives. You have power in both. What other questions, John? Anybody else? That can't be it. We can't let a mayor elect off. That is.
1: What's your thoughts on the, the Marina project?
3: Where is that, that Stand where you're standing on that. Thanks, Chad. The Marina project is something that I need to look at more closely. Um, currently, we don't have any renderings. Uh, it's should we, and we don't have enough money to build. Um, the idea behind a marina was to jumpstart Coleman Avenue. If we get up a marina down at Coleman Avenue, then we could bring businesses in. Well, the businesses are coming. So uh, I'm not going to put the citizens at risk um, by spending money that we, don't, you know, we have reserves right now. I don't want to, we're not going to go into those reserves to build a project like that. We're going to have to get funding from the state. We've gotten like Two point three million dollars right now. Well, the parking lot's five billion. So we we need to go out there. Okay. We have to decide. Maybe put it to a vote of the citizens. Do the citizens want a marine? And, and and go from that. Um, but until I see drawings and how and look at some uh, studies on how it's going to affect the citizens, um, I, I really don't have a. I'm
2: not for or against it right now. Well, speaking of Coleman Avenue in that area, I'm going to ask you, How about the pier? What's the situation on the pier? And there were some reasons it hasn't been able to be rebuilt. Can you talk about those?
3: I think every environmental study on the pier is complete right now. Uh, I expect permits to go up, uh to, to be issued. I expect uh, bids to go out for reconstruction right after the first begin. That's what I'm hearing. But you know, I still right now don't have. Uh, Direct contact with any officials other than the local officials. I can only go with what they tell me. But I think we'll, we'll see something happening with the PR probably in the first quarter of
2: next year. Anybody else?
3: Relative to law
2: enforcement,
3: do you have plans to keep the personnel and the structure that you already have in place and build upon it? Or do you have any type of to restructure. As of uh, me, I've been doing this like campaigning for eight years. I, I don't hear any complaints about the police department. Um, I don't see any, I don't foresee any changes to the police department. The police chief and I work closely together right now, and um, I think Mike's done a good job. Uh, I really don't see any changes coming to the police department. Uh, like I said, we need to get some more people on the street. Uh, those meth labs that used to be always up in a kill are now moved down to Wagle and, and into Bay St. Louis. But I think we've busted three meth houses, meth labs in the past six months. And so we need to have more visibility of the police out on the street. What
2: else? Anything else? Is that it? All right. We'll be around for a little while. The Silver Slipper does need to get this room back by by 10. Well, look, we want to thank all of y'all for joining us. And on behalf of all the Hancock County Chamber, we wish all of you and your family a wonderful and Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you.